So, about a year ago today, actually a year ago today, I did a response to, I think it's Fandom's, Fan Musings uh, video. Uh, I'll put the I'll put the uh, link in the description or the channel in the description. But I did a response to the video where they basically did a very very well done discussion as to why Utena Utena, if you will, uh, to some, uh, basically turns into a car at the end of Revolutionary Girl Utena the movie, or uh, or otherwise known as the adolescence adolescence of Utena or Utena, depending on how you pronounce her name. And, you know, again, they did a very, very good job in explaining why that is. And, it, you know, when you, really, you, when you really digest what they say and then you take what the director of the film through the subtitle commentary on it, you know, what they say, it really does make a lot of sense. You know, because Utena basically at the end of the film accepts her role as being that driving force to get Anthe out of this dream world like scenario known as the Academy and into reality. And the way she accepts it is by basically getting turned into a car a la the car wash. And it's pretty much, you know, pretty much depicted visually that if Anthe doesn't accept, you know, that Utena is that driving force she needs, that like any vehicles, you know, she will rust. You know, she will you know, her, the, you know, that bond, that love that she has for her will rust. It will break. So, Anthony accepting, finally accepting that, you know, and accepting that Utena is that driving force, is able to escape and even transform Utena from one form of a car to another. But, you know, again, but again this is a, a strange moment. It's one of the reasons that got me to want to, you know, watch the movie if not, you know, uh, DVD, uh, DVD fab the movie, you know, rip it, if you will, to another DVD, you know, stuff like that. Or even, you know, or even download it a la YouTube, because it is on YouTube, believe it or not, somewhere, you know, for, and have another copy. It's not just that, but it's just another example, and I talked about this almost a month later, uh, last year, which is going to be a year next month, I talked about this about a year ago, where uh, basically, you know, basically, um, I, I, I talked about the WTF, what the blank moments, if you will, what the fridge moments, as Animat would put it, um, that came out of anime um, altogether, because there is a lot of rut the fridge moments, and Utena's car transformation is just you know one of those rut the fridge moments. I mean, if you want another, I mean, if you want a movie full of rut the fridge moments, then you know from an anime perspective, there is Paprika, there is Mind Game, you know, if you will. There are those kind of films where when you watch it, you're like, what the fridge am I watching here, you know, at several times? Because there are moments in there that make you go, what the fridge am I watching? Which is pretty much true. You know, the same with some of the scenes, like the beginning scene or the shower scene, if you will, in Space Adventure Cobra. You know, you look at that and you're like, what the fridge am I watching, right? You know, it has that kind of... um, 
you know, that kind of feel to it. It makes you, you know, it makes you curious as to what is going on here. Like, you, you wonder, what does this have to do with what I'm watching? You know, even some of the anime shows, adult anime shows, you know, PG, you know, GA, general audience, or even PG anime shows, they make you wonder, what the fridge am I watching, and what does this have to do uh, with the show? You know, what is going on? Like, one of the PG, G-rated animes out there called Dorymon, you know, the classic ones, because I know they did a CGI film and everything, might even done a, a CGI series, I don't know if it retains the same wackiness, tropiness, or whatever it dealt with there, but Dorymon has, you know, these powers, has, a, has like these, what are they, pills or beans or whatever they are, that allows him and his human compatriots, these kids, to turn into anything or anyone they want. And you could see a lot of those transformations here on YouTube through people like Mr. Unknown, RIP, you know, and, and others. But basically, you have scenes where the kids transform into balls. You have scenes where the kids turn into inanimate objects, plants, you know, uh, animals and stuff like that. You know, you, you have those scenes and it's like, you know, what sense does this make? You know, for for the anime, it doesn't make any sense in everything. You know, it doesn't make any sense. It's like, what does this have to do with the story? And again, these are just WTF moments that make you think, like, what what is going on? You know, some of the WTF moments do make sense. Like, you know, for example, um, Cutie Honey, uh, when she has to recharge, and I mentioned this before, she basically uses what's left of her... Uh, power for the time being to turn herself into an inanimate statue on top of a pedestal in a park so she could basically recharge you know throughout the night you know unaware that later on in the morning or that morning that following morning her two friends are in awe of the statue that looks like her only for her to basically wake up and be like knock it off to, to, to get them you know to scare them off and everything because they're not aware like oh this is honey she's just in she's just in statue form right now or something you know so uh, again you know Again, it's those kind of moments that even if they make sense, it makes you wonder why the fridge would she do that, knowing that you know something could happen that is going to blow her cover almost, you know. But it's not just anime either; it's animation too. It's animation too, and there are a lot of things in animation, Western and European animation, in recent years and decades, where you you see these moments and you're like, "What the fridge is going on here, right? You know, what what the why the fridge are they doing this? What the what the fridge is this um, you know moment here? Why is they why is everything going psychedelic and cuckoo cuckoo cuckoo? You know, stuff like that, and you know, characters are becoming turning into these things and things and that thing and all that. It's like, what is going on, right? What is going on? And you know, and, and again, it may, again, it's one of those things, situations that makes you think, like, why, why is this here? Like one of my favorite um, animated shorts, and I've talked about. In fact, I've done a review on it, and I've even done an animated girl's profile confidential on the uh, character in it, the Pauline character. But one of my favorite a- um, animated shorts is Duck Pimples, and. A lot of people have said that Duck Pimples is a is pretty much a 1940s acid trip. 
if you will, for Donald Duck. And in, because basically you have all these things happening. You know, he's stuck indoors, it's raining and all that. You have this, you know, you have this bookseller or whatever he is, this apparition to show up and drop a lot of books off or whatever. And one of the books he gets into, you know, just starts to come to life. And, you know, his imagination is just running wild. That's apparently the, the thing that, that's the, that, that is basically the, the plot. You know, that is the plot, that his imagination is just running so wild, he is so bored, that things are coming to life. Things are just popping into existence. And one of the moments in there involves Pauline, and what she does is she's looking for her pearls. And when she can't find them, she decides, because she thinks she's found them, but they're actually handcuffs, what she decides to do after she you know, tosses the handcuffs away, thinking they're her pearls. She crawls up the investigator detective's, you know, back, crawls up his back under his trench coat, and all you see before she settles down is like two little lumps that look like little mountains, that, you know, that kind of, flat, that kind of you, know, uh, you know, basically um, settle into a, a one little um, shape, one little overly mountain-like like little heel shape, if you will, until it basically that shape flattens out. And then for the rest of the cartoon... You know, for the rest of the well, for not the rest of the cartoon, but for the next few min- few minutes of that cartoon, you know, all you see is like her legs stick out a little bit to kind of give you an idea she's there. But for but for a majority of the time, time uh, for the next like few minutes, like I said, you see nothing but her hands stick out, her arms and her hands stick out, like she's. You know, like the first time you see it, it's like she's she's picking up his top hat or his cap or whatever it is, is dumping out the cigars, pulling out a rabbit, like doing the rabbit out of the hat trick, put the rabbit back in, and then and then she pulls her hands back in, right? And you think, okay, she's going to you know climb back out because she couldn't find anything. Nope, she stays under his trench coat for a little longer because what happens next is basically when. The detective wants Donald to answer. You know, he decides he's going to call upon some help. And the next thing you know, the detective's yelling for this Clark guy. He has his arms down to the side. It's pretty much, you can tell he's down to, his arms are down to the side. But then you see the girls, you see Pauline's left arm and hand come out, go right next to his face like, it's a, a, like she's, you know, uh, echoing or basically amplifying his yelling for the Clark guy. And then when he curls his hand, says, you know, the hot irons, please. She does the same thing. She does the same thing. You know, basically, she's pantomiming the, mo- the movements. And then when he's reading the card after that Clark guy, the Leslie J. Clark guy pops out of the book, you know, he picks a, he look, he, uh, picks a card, a business card, reads it. And as he's, you know, like scratching his forehead, head, Head and he's holding, like he's scratching his forehead with one of his hands and the other hand is holding the card, Pauline's arms and hands decide to kind of act like additional hand, additional parts of him because one puts on his glasses, the other is scratching his chin and then, the, you know, and then holding his chin a little bit while he's talking while the other one, after putting the glasses on, you know, just you know, hangs there in midair like, you know, you know, it's just part of him. It's, you know, it's just part of him and it's like... 
you look at that, you know, right now, you look at that and you're like, how can this guy not notice? You know, how can this guy not notice uh, these feminine hands in front of him, you know? Or how can Donald not see this and point out, hey, why do you got feminine hands there? <laughs> you know, girl hands. You know, it's like, you know, people, you know, that's one of the things that me people wonder, what, what the fridge is going on here? It's like, how can he not see that? You know, it's moments like that. It's moments like that that really, you know, and, and again, other moments too um, as well. Like in the Betty Boop cartoon, um, her interpretation of Snow White, the evil queen gets turned into a monster. And it's like, what the point was that? What the point was that? You couldn't just, you know, have her, you know, excuse me, the, I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. You couldn't just have her, or I don't know, uh, get turned back into the old woman and everything is freed, and or have her get turned into a statue and everybody's freed. It's like, instead you turn her into a monster. It's like, what, what the fridge? It's like, what the heck? You know? Um, you know, it's one of those kind of situations. It's, one, it's like one of those kind of situations to where you're like, what was, what's the point of that? That doesn't make sense. So, you know, the history of WTF moments, you know, in all of animation, all of animation in everything, you know, from anime to Western to European, you know, you know the, the, the history up till now, up to the present of WTF moments, that gets you thinking. It gets you thinking. Excuse me. What the fridge was that about? You know. You know. Always going to be a staple. Always going to be a staple of animation of creativity, because sometimes a visual representation, psychedelic WTF or not, you know, is the best way to kind of, you know, bide the time or help tell a story or something like that. I mean, Palais Vu's Woos, Palais Vu, Palais Vu's Woos, which is one of my favorite Popeye shorts, I think it's everybody's, where all of basically melts into a puddle of running butter at the end on the floor. You know, um, basically, you know, you look at that and throughout, you see all these things happening. You see her eyes get turned into limpables, she gets frozen in a block of eyes, stuff like that. And it's like, you know, okay, what, what's going on here? What does this have to do with the story, right? It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And in the ending, it's like, you know, literally, you know, she's going to say she's like butter in his hands and literally melts. It's like, what, what sense did that make? You know, but again, it plays up to the, the way the, the cartoon is presented because, you know, at the beginning you have the international, you know, the international, which is a play on the intercontinental, uh, another show at that time. Um, basically telling the, you know, the women watching along, you know, which Olive is one of them, that the eyes are like limpet pools, and her eyes turn into limpet pools. It's like, so you're telling me just to contract with, you know, him describing things to, you know, describing things about them and having it happen to them. You're telling me that at the end, Olive's saying she feels like butter in Popeye's hands. You're literally going to have her do that. And again... And again, even though it kind of contracts or kind of coincides with that, I should say, people still look at it like, what the fridge? You're like, what, what was the point in that? It doesn't, didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense whatsoever. So basically, in the end, 
in the end, guys, like I said, the WTF moments that you find in animes and animations are always going to be prevalent, even to this day. They, you know, they really are. They're always going to be present, as in to this day. I mean, the end of Evangelican, the end of Evangelican, Neogenesis Evangelican, the end of Evangelican, that final, what was it, 30, 40 minutes, whatever it is, 20 minutes, it's like, what the fridge is going on there, right? It's like it doesn't, like it doesn't make any sense. He's like, why is this character, why is this girl character who comes back in other future Evangelican, uh, Evangelican uh, animes, sh- movies, and shows, why is she, you know why is she now be you know being part of this? Why is she, you know, it's like what is going on here? It's like what's the what's the what's the point? You know, it again, it's again, it's just a prime example that you're always going to have these kind of moments. Um, in anime, I mean, like in Mind Game, when when the char- when you have the two main characters, main female and male protagonists, getting together and they're getting intimate, what happens? Visually, you see them turning into things and and all this stuff happening. It's like, what the fridge is going on? You know. And again, it's a WTF moment that, even though you know it's part of the story, it just doesn't really make sense. It really doesn't. So. Anyway, I just wanted to come on here a year later after talking about it, you know, talking about the Utena and stuff, Utena, Utena uh, moment along with the end of Evangelion, as well as talk about, follow up on the other video I did the month later, about a year ago now, talking about the WTF moments. And again, like I said, whether we like to admit it or we don't, these kind of things are always going to be part of animation for who knows you know, for who knows how long. You know, it does. It's not going to really matter. You know, whether we're still here or not, it's always going to be part of animation to the end of time. And I think a lot of us know that. A lot of us know that. So, let me know what your thoughts are, guys, down below in the comment section as well as in the live chat during the premiere. What are some of the WTF moments in anime, in animation overall, both genres, if you will? What what are your what are your most memorable WTF moments? You know that you can recall that you when you first start to like what what the fridge is this about? Why is this here? You know what sense does this make? What what are those moments? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Also, check me out at BW Roses Discussions Podcast, where you will get an audio podcast of this later on. Also, check me out at the various other places, including DeviantArt.com, BVW1979, BVW ArchiveOfOurOwn.org, BWRoses98, InkBunny.net at BWRoses. Also, support me at Patreon.com, BWRoses. Find me at Twitch.tv, BWRoses, and Vimo at BWRoses. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. Also, check out the Teespring store as well for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are. I'd love to hear... Your responses, you know, again, what was, what was your reactions when you first saw some WTF moments in anime and animation overall that made you go like, what sense does this make? Why is this here? You know, or what the blankety blank is going on? Let me know. And until next time, I am out. <laughs>